G'day Trendsetters, welcome to episode 195 of the Trainsmooth Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions you'd like submitted through to the show, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com, and uh, submit your questions. So I do apologise, I've had near on a week off from doing the show, and I did have really good intentions. I was up in Cairns for Iron Man. I took my microphone and everything, all pumped, raring to go, and I just didn't do it. I got carried away by just doing very little, actually. But it was a pretty cool weekend, except for uh, yeah, race day. Race day sucked. But anyway, um, if, if anyone's remotely interested um, what happened on race day, um, I de- ended up DNFing 19Ks into the run. And so I've got a full race report on my personal website, timegg.com, if you're remotely interested. But... If uh, you're not, let's get on with the show. So today's question comes from Bone uh, through Twitter. Uh, I work 10 hours a day currently training for my first full iron distance. How do I manage more sleep? I'm in that 10 to 11 hour training, a week training load. My shifts are Wednesday through to Saturday. So I have Sunday through to Tuesday. So... I can relate to this because I do 12-hour shifts. Um, one week I'll do two 12-hour sh- two shifts and the next week I'll do five 12-hour shifts and sometimes overtime. I freaking hate overtime because <laughs> um, it's interfering with training and other crap I like to do. So what I would... I, d- I don't know about trying to get more more sleep so... Sleep's very sleep's obviously very more is very important. I, I read some some research a little while a while ago that it's something ridiculous amount of our recovery comes through sleep. It's like ninety four percent or ninety two percent or something ridiculously high comes through sleep. Um, so sleep is more important. A lot of the time, it's not trying to get less sleep to do crap. It's what we're doing in that, you know. 16 hours that we're up what are we doing in that to make it impactful so um, those four days that you're that you've got off uh, sorry those four days that you're working um, you obviously there's no real need to put big training loads in those those four days I'd be looking at scaling it back to 40 minutes to an hour of sessions and then loading up your other days so, for for instance, I'll give just to give a, a rough template. Um, Monday you could do a long bike ride. Tuesday you can do a swim. In the morning and in the afternoon you might do sixty to ninety minute ride, followed by a twenty to thirty minute run off the bike. If you can go longer on the run, if time permits, definitely. So Wednesday your first day back on shift you might do a run, um, just an hour run so let's say you're working days you could do like a, a quick 10 minute call session just before work or during work if you can um, and then uh, at afternoon you come home you meal with the family once you know you settle in go out for a quick quick run if it's short distance you might if you've only got like 40 minutes or so might as well make it a faster session if you've got an hour but then you can you got a lot more room to play with um, Thursday, if you can possible, go for a swim. Um, again, these these shifts are 
during work week, during the four work days, just up to an hour, that's all you really need. So Friday, a bike, if you've got an indoor trainer, that's perfect. Um, Saturday, you, you can either have this as a rest day or depending on how you feel, you can focus on um, a weaker weaker part. So if your run's lacking a little, put a run in or if your the bike's lacking, put a bike in, whatever. And then Sunday is your first day off, so you're probably going to be a little bit tired. So probably put in a swim and a long run, <laughs> make yourself more tighter. And there's a couple of other little hacks you can do to try and I don't know what you do for work, for, but for instance, if you stand up a lot during work, so if you're working behind a desk, for instance, and you can be able to do it as a standing platform or you in a warehouse or whatever you do, if you can stand for a long period through the day, you're putting that natural fatigue into the body. So going for a run that afternoon, your legs are already tired, that, that's beautiful work. <laughs> so you can try and smooth that in as you're... Just think of things like that in within your training to help balance it out nicely. It just yeah. So that that's just some thoughts there. Um, there's obviously not much you can do during those four days, and then on on the on those days off, just work out what what time you'd need to wake up and then add extra two minutes. Now, I read Ian Thorpe's. Um, diary on his comeback when he was trying to make the Olympic Games and one of the things he did he would set it so if he had to set an alarm for 6am he would set his alarm for like 2 past 6 or so just 2 minutes later because over over a whole year that's 12 hours extra sleep he would get and I always found always found that amusing that he had to do that but Crikey, he's an Olympic champion, a multiple Olympic champion. So, you know, what the hell do I know? <laughs> so, yeah, I always enjoyed that. But try and get your main sleep. Now, it'd be pretty interesting. Shoot me through a tweet on how much sleep you actually get through the week. Um, everyone's different. Me personally, the lowest I get is around 46 hours. And this is something I do track. The lowest I get is 46. And the most I will generally get is around 52 hours of sleep a week. Um, but I feel the same generally. When I can, I'll sleep longer. Um, but I, I don't muck around too. I, as soon as as soon as my head hits the pillow, I'm out. So if you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmith.com. Send me an email, tim at trainsmith.com. Till tomorrow, hooroo.